Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Do a little faster. You still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the, the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, sir. Welcome to another episode of ATW Curls. Repping the East Side. (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) I'm really working on ATW Curls. If y'all can see her on Patreon, you'll understand she's throwing up her gang signs. I'm trying to get our our signs. We got to, you know, let the folks know what. What time it is. Mm -hmm. Look at you. You are like a fiend. Tell everybody what you're doing over there. I didn't unlock really something have. in you. I ain't even going to do it. <laughs> Listen, God is good all the time. Okay. And all the time. God is good. Last Amen. minute, my mom was like, hey, I, 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 the Temptations play is going on at the Kimmel Center. And I, do you want to go? And I was like, I was hemming and hawing because I thought I had to pay. So I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, no, no, I'm paying. I'm paying. I was like, of course I want to go. <laughs> so me, my sister, Jolie, and my mom went to go see Ain't Too Proud to Beg, which is the musical play of The Temptations. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> so we go, we, my mom's like, well, you know, there were two options, okay? There's $500 or $350, okay? And ah, there are nosebleeds, but it's it'll be okay. I, I went with the $350, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, mom, no problem. That's a lot for It's a lot. And for $500, would have been a lot. She was like, but it's either like front row or, you know, up high. And we were like, no problem, mom. When the I aerial tell, view is good, though, because you can see I everything. I tell you, we were the highest row <laughs> <laughs> We had our backs to the... We could not get any higher, okay? We saw everything and... And more. And more. <laughs> and it was such a beautiful, inspiring, entertaining musical. Them black Shanti men. loves musicals Them now. <laughs> black men, because of course, it's about the temptations. So, mm-hmm. but the majority of the cast are black men. I say about... 
75 of them was gay, but they Mm -hmm. were killing it, killing it. Like, it's been making me think about art. It's been making me think about the the, um, undeniable God energy, right? Like, those men were channeling something that was just out of this world that just hits you right in your heart and makes you excited and makes you like oh I love this love be just filled like I was tearing up I was smiling because they were just so good and so talented and so you know masters of their craft and I just Mm -hmm. made me think about um the power of art and also, like, later I talked to you and I was like, how much does people get paid? And you're like, nothing. And I was like, how many shows no, they have to do? Nothing. They don't get paid a lot. They have to do two shows. And it just, oh, my God. And then it's that. And then they're telling the story of the Temptations who, when I say they ringed, they were rung out and they rung themselves out in terms of, like, every ounce of talent Every show that they put in, regardless if they were, you know, um, abusing themselves with drugs or their body was physically breaking down because of arthritis and the wear and tear of Mm. the show, they did not stop and they could not stop. You know, it was just the machine had had started and they just had to keep going. So it's just making me think about art and like you having this incredible talent. And then it being exploited and it being perverted somehow of like, Mm. I don't know. I've been really wrestling with this and thinking about it a lot. But my God, I was so excited and inspired by those folks in that cast. And the set was dope and the music was bumping. And I was in front of a row of like middle-aged white women. The The whole audience was singing along. It was just... It was gorgeous. Um, so shout out to to them. Shout out to that masterpiece. <clears throat> now you see why I get so upset when Nene Leakes is on Broadway and Cinderella. Because I'm like, these there are people out there who's who've given their lives to this art form. Like I went to school for I was theater. I thought of you the I entire used time. To do it. Yeah, I thought of like, you of like the discipline that it takes to get up on that stage and, and perform. Every night and give it your all. Every, every like, at night. Two times a night. Screaming. The only day you have off is Monday. Like going for it. And get and it's a service. You're providing a service. And the wear and tear. You're not just performing every night. You have still have rehearsals. You still have to rehearse with your understudy or your if you're there are people your in that body show must just ache. There are people in that show who are swings. Do you know what a swing is? Girl, no. They have to learn every role just in case someone can't perform they have to step into the role can you imagine well, you have to you know it. every you line you know every it. cue you know exactly where to stand where your light is you can perform each song like it is unbelievable what these people do so shout out to all the folks i have deep love for the theater folks because they don't get paid enough they aren't honored enough but and they're, they're coming from a deep spiritual, like sacred yes. thing that, that has to be expressed. And just like you said, how generous how they are with it, how on point 
how mm-hmm. in the moment you have to be, right? Because yes. like otherwise, alive, it, you have to be. Otherwise, you it it's immediately felt. You know what I mean? It's me like, uh, nah, you ain't got it. And a couple of people did not have it. First of all, the surprise. I ain't even going to talk about oh, it. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> I've been inspired by um. <clears throat> I don't have the actual color purple in my um, collection of books and I need to, and I wanted to go back to it, but instead I picked up Beloved, which is Mm. a heavy book. So I just, I've been reading that and just tapping into Sister Tony and I was, I'm excited to watch. Did you see the movie Beloved? Yes, but I was too young. And me too. So I'm excited to, to watch. We should this. watch it together. We should. I'm reading it and now I'm going to go watch. It's a terrible, I terrible know. story. And she's writing. Tony is right. I just remember the off. worms coming out of the people. It oh, was just like. It's <gasps> an awful story. Awful. But really powerful in a way that um, Tony brings to life history and then the the. the the people is uh is amazing. So shout out to Beloved. I can't wait for you to pass that Tony on to Joe and what that does for her. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, she's not she's not at an age yet. I read that when I was a teenager though. Like there was something I think What's it's maybe that? because the I'm color a, purple or beloved. beloved. I remember weeping on my mom's uh, in the living room floor, just crying, crying, reading that. Maybe I was like 18, 17. But also I had, I'm a Sag. There's something precocious in me that's like, I'm going to read all the classics. Whoever, whatever's a uh, classic. I remember going to the library and being like, I got to read Pinocchio. I got to read Alice in Wonderland. She don't, Jojo don't care. I I don't know if I read it with the intention to like get into the story more to be like, Yo, if this is popping, I gotta read it. But then I fell in love with it. I mean, it allowed me to fall in love with a lot of stories, but it was always just being a fucking Sagittarius trying to be in the know. But maybe she will. Maybe she will. JoJo doesn't like to read the way that I do, but maybe that'll change. Yeah, that'll change. Lastly, you know, in my um, I said last week that I was back to my morning pages. And I've been thinking a lot. Lots of stuff has been coming up. Your and my relationship has been, um, I don't know, um, not heavy on my heart, but something that is really something that I think about daily. Mm. And we said it last week, but like, I know we read memes and they're like, yo, your girlfriend relationship should be more are not as important as your romantic. Let's prioritize friendships the same way we prioritize romantic relationships. Da 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 da. And I read and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But there's still a part of me that is my conditioning isn't conditioned, and there's still a part of me that's like feels my man, my man, my man. Yeah, there feels something <laughs> missing because you know I don't have a romantic mm-hmm. relationship you know, a marriage in that way. And then when we sat, we were working on our merch and we, I was in my Dropbox. We have an old Dropbox and I was looking at images. You look through them too? From 13, back in yes, Philly. from a long time ago. And I like, <laughs> I was like, yo, we have mm-hmm. been in 
deep relationship. Like marriage is like two people doing something with a common goal, you know, or like they're in partnership doing life stuff together. And I was like, we really have been <laughs> yeah. doing this shit. And yeah. it's not, and like in a way that um, I'm proud of. And like, mm. I see it and I'm like, I'm like, oh, we really, this is, I should feel proud of myself. And there's not, I'm actually am experiencing partnership in a way. Maybe it's not with a man, but if they're the actual essence of commitment, seeing yourself, seeing somebody else, um, wanting to quit sometimes, keep going, <laughs> you know, all of the things is like, I'm, we're doing it. It's happening. There is no lack. And I'm like, that's lit, nigga. There is no lack. There is no lack. I'm not missing out on anything. And I and Except I think for sex. I th if I could true. give that to you, <laughs> and we would both be we comfortable, I, I would. No, you want to have sex with me so I'm bad. Not with you. Ew, yo, I you do. Or the low, I don't and I just think don't. So I don't think so. Don't share that propaganda, child. But um, <laughs> I think if, in knowing that, it also has shifted something that I maybe I'll bring language to someday but shout out to us and relationships amen mm -hmm. life partner that's all um you you almost made me cry I've been feeling tender honey. <laughs> I am a tenderoni these days just a sap I didn't I was crying on see the thing is they got me mm. I said now nah, I know y'all usually the ones crying when I'm on here crying on the internet Hated it. Hated it. Um, let me bring some levity to this. I was at work today, not at work, but working. And I often have to share my screen to have to guide folks through whatever we're doing. So we're doing like a website overhaul and I'm sharing my screen. And we're basically we need to look at the feedback that we've received from the client and the medical and legal reviewed and com and make sure that the feedback aligns with their actual rules because they often forget their own rules. And we're not supposed to be changing the website, certain aspects of the website. So we're going back and forth and doing this, um, this uh, what is that called when you're comparing two things? I'm, I'm better at this. Like, what am comparison? I talking about? Comparison? Cross-reference. Okay. Yes, comparison. And so the, the website started with a P. <laughs> 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 oh. and i was like oh. <laughs> how many people and are on a call it's like life was like 15 people oh. on the call and these are like people that i i cannot have that everybody knows what i'm talking about if i type if <laughs> mad people if you type in p on your computer oh. something's gonna finna pop up <laughs> and i was thinking when i was like no this is my work computer but i have my Google Chrome. I'm logged into my Google Chrome because I like to have all my passwords saved. So I'm like, this is my work computer, but this is my Google Chrome. And I'm already sharing my screen. So if they see me log out, it's just going to feel suspicious. You know, like, I don't know what to do. And Mine the way that I hate. Split seconds worth of thought. Oh, there's a split second. You want to know? And, 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 and I get all worked up and I just hang up. I just hang up. <laughs> and I was like, click. And so then I was like, okay, go to the website, get it up, and then call back in and say, I'm so sorry, the call dropped. Oh Here we go. Oh, my God. So that's how I handled <laughs> it. But 
I just need everybody to remember there are private browsers. Now, I did do the test afterwards. It did not populate. Shout out to private browsers. I live on them. But for a split second, a I thought I was going to be exposed. Oh, I live on it. Because um, I don't look at that stuff on my phone ever. I always look at it on my phone. You remember taking my phone my to Google. Do you remember taking my phone to look something up? And it was, that was the last thing that I had up. Wow. Do you remember that yes. in the car? You were like, Antoinette. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so sorry. I yeah. always use my phone. Well, I just, I don't I just use see my it. phone and then I put in, I realized, and that thing happened where I I went back to my last search thing and I was like, oh, oh my God. You got to clear your search engine, clear your no, cookies, clear back, all that I, stuff. I discovered the private browser, so. Incognito browser. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Nasty. So just a warning. So not nasty. <laughs> Women that are, you know, in touch with their sexuality. I ain't even watching it. I'm just listening, child. I don't know if that's weirder. But uh, a pivot is that um, I was in Philly. Black Liturgies by Co-Arthur Riley is out. <laughs> now on to the Lord. Du uh, duality is a thing. <laughs> I'm holding the book up right now. I was honored to be able to get home despite the snowstorm, sit with you in a church. What's the church, Shanti? Did you look it up? Oh, goodness. Damn. United Methodist. <laughs> United Methodist something something of Germantown. Right across the street from Uncle Bobby's. Um, bookshop shout out to mark lamont hill it, the church is beautiful the church is welcoming it's 18th century church beautiful organ and um very very much liberal uh space but cole was beautiful and she was in um conversation with Brittany cooper i did try to sneak and record the audio it sounds terrible and on the back end i'm trying to clean it up because I want it to be available to folks, but I don't know if it's going to work. It's First United Methodist, excuse me, First United Methodist Church of Germantown from COG. Mm -hmm. Yes, they have wonderful programming, it seems. <clears throat> if you go to their website, you can see their MLK Day service. Uh, the pastor is a wonderful Hispanic man, and um, they just seem pretty dope. I felt I don't I, always I feel good called, in a church, yeah. and I felt very good. I you might, felt called? I, I might go. I might go. You should. I hope that you join. They're also having a book club for Cole's first book that I won't stop talking about on here, This Here Flesh. So they're I, doing really great. Um, I trust. It's easy for me to trust a church that inter intentionally intersects politics with their um, mm -hmm. with the spiritual practice or the teaching so i think that's dope and i'm like okay that that intrigues me and excites me so yeah um <clears throat> with that said i hope everybody runs out and supports uh cole in this book i do want to read friend of the podcast yaba blay she has um she has a she just like reviewed the book it's called advanced praise um, and she wrote, this is a curation of musings that renders the spirit accessibility real. Not up in the heavens or beyond our reach, but right here within. In our hands, we hold a sacred blackness. Black liturgies will quiet you and guide you into the limitless space of yourself. So here we go. I have told myself I'm not allowed to read this until I'm done this here flesh. And this here flesh, I've beaten to the ground so badly because I've taken it with me on my travels. 
this is falling apart at the seams. I now have this one where I'm taking all my scribbles from this one and transferring it into this one so that I continue the book because I can't not have my scribbles. So that's how much I love Cole. She was brilliant. Free endorsed. She was brilliant. Yeah, it was a really great conversation. It was wonderful. Brittany was a beautiful interviewer as well. Shout out to the listeners that we um, met as well. Shout out to y'all. I also, that also means that Blue is, I got Blue. (laughs) Blue is home. And if you're on Patreon, you can see that I might look a little different. I have a lot of makeup on and I'm very tired. Blue is home. And I don't know if she's happy to be home, mm. but we're going to see. Uh, my mom has a very different schedule for me. And my mom spent a lot of time with Blue in the morning while she got ready. And at 4 a.m., Blue was looking for her grandmother. And she was howling. When I say guttural, not a meow. No, I like know a, your cat doesn't Like that. All morning, would not stop, would not stop. I gave her wet food when I initially, because my mom has changed her whole diet on me, just ruined the routine. God bless my sweet mother. But, oh my God, she has, she does not listen to anything. And so now this cat is prancing around here looking sad. And if she continues this, I'm going to take her back because I don't want to be in her way of her own happiness like, <laughs> it makes me sad when For real. you gave her the wet food was she still not it was she wasn't satisfied no, she, she was really had. Wanted... She, she was um she was happy excuse me she was good i gave her the wet food to ease her into the transition of coming home and she came out of her cage she did not cry when i put her in the cage my mom wept like wept my mom was so upset she was like i'm gonna miss her so much and was like Crying the way you cry when you leave your kid at college. That was how it was. My mom FaceTime this morning to see her. I was like groggy because from 4 a.m. to 9 a.m. Blue acted up to the point where and I didn't want it. I wasn't going to spray her with the water like I wanted to comfort her instead of reprimand her. Because I'm like she was with my mom since Thanksgiving. This is a huge transition again. And she's used to something different. So we're working through it. But I had to finally shut my door. She did sleep with me, but I had to let her on out. I was like, you got to get out. Shut my door. She's ramming herself in the door, scratching the door, crying. I don't crying. think people get it, though. I don't think Wait, people let, understand let me, that this to is the po- serious, this cat. No, I know. They don't. They, they'll never understand. You babysat her for a little bit. And you were like, answer that. I had to sleep with my headphones on and playing Andre's flute music. (laughs) I'm dead serious. (laughs) I mean, I could not get to sleep. And so I'm I'm absolutely exhausted from her. So I'm praying that tonight is better. Blue is 57 years old, too. She ain't a kitten. I know. Anyway, we got to move on. Um, But I'm also tired because... Every week this week, you can catch me on a new podcast. Oh, Monday, I recorded what See the Thing Is. That came out Tuesday. Um, Wednesday, today, Can't Afford Therapy drops. Tomorrow, Around the Way Curls will drop. Friday, another episode of See the Thing Is will drop. The girl is out in these strats. Come on. Girl. And then we have our our live recording and live show with... um, our friend of the pod, Joelle, tomorrow, Joelle Leon at um, Babel Loft. So we are doing things, but I can't wait to be quiet and read my books. 
That's it. Shanti? So if you are a new or old listener to the podcast and you have not rated, subscribed, or shared your love of this podcast, this is for you. Please consider doing one of those three things. It does help us. We would not be asking every week if it doesn't. So please consider doing that. Um, And if you'd like to see our faces, if you'd like to get access to some of this exclusive content that we have available, consider becoming a patron on our Patreon. We have a kickback. Is that what we're calling it? Mm. Mm -hmm. This January, January 28th at 7 p.m. That's exclusive to Patreon. We're all just going to kiki and have some community together. So consider joining. Shout out to our new patrons, Kelly. Shout out to our new patrons, patrons, Kelby, M, and C, Sicard. And um, you can join our Patreon by internet. Going to www.patreon.com backslash around the way curls. All right. Now we're going to take a break. After these messages, we'll be right back. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And we're back. Uh, hot shit. Mm. Okay. I didn't watch it. I thought I was going to have a chance to watch it and like really get into this. But I hear it's great. So Going to Mars, the Nick- Nikki Giovanni project is on HBO. And this is an award-winning documentary that travels through time and space to reveal the enduring influence of Miss Nikki Giovanni, one of America's greatest living artists and social commentators. Going to Mars, the Nikki Giovanni project reckons with the inevitable passing of time through a collision of memories, moments in American history, live readings, and visually innovative treatments of, of Giovanni's poetry. I'm a huge fan of Nikki Giovanni. Nikki Giovanni to me is the Cat Williams of poetry. Oh, interesting. She, she don't care. Nikki doesn't give a fuck. Like there was a, a, a talk that I watched of her and Angela uh, Davis. Mm. And Angela is very. Is this the recent one? The most recent probably. Like it was years ago with though. The, yeah. With the women girl trek. <laughs> I think so. It was girl trek. Yes. Mm-hmm. Angela is very much media trained and I feel like Nikki is too, but she ain't with the shits. She's an older woman that's going to tell you what, how she feels. And she was also just such a powerhouse at a young age. I, I will never forget watching her and James Baldwin and her, her being that young sitting across from him and challenging his ideologies and what he was saying and him like taking it in mm-hmm. from this young woman mm-hmm. who is very much, um, I think a fan, definitely a fan of his, um, very much has reverence for him, but it doesn't stop her from having her own thought mm-hmm. and showing up. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, and 
in my world, that was like who I wanted to be so badly as a young person. Um, so I just, I love her. I can't wait to watch it. I have not watched it yet. I shared it though on my social and mad people wrote like, did you see it? It's so good. Oh my God. Can you talk about it on the episode? So hopefully oh, you and I get a too. chance yeah, to watch it, it, it and then on, we can it discuss. It aired on, uh, I think, uh, in Blackstar this year at the film festival. I believe it did and I, and I missed it. But uh, Oh, very dope. Shout out to Mayor. Also, we don't have any... Um, I don't have much information, but apparently Solange has a film, her art oh, yeah. film coming out. It's a film? I don't know. So let me be quiet because I, I don't know what it is. The girl making art, though. Shout out to her. Um, It's interesting that people don't have the same expectations of Solange that they do of Beyonce when it comes to speaking out against Palestine. I think of the two. Because it's in her work, yeah. I think. I hope I hope. I, of the two, I think she probably has far more wiggle room, and it's interesting that she. Do you think, though, it's because Solange, through her art, it feels like you, it feels like I know what stand she takes very clearly. I, and I, Beyonce I, is so much more commercial that it's like, and, and probably has so much more influence and power that people want that from her. I don't know. I, and I, phenotypically. It's tricky for B. Why? It just is. Because she's more light skinned? They both light. They look the same. They both they both light, but you aesthetically, Shanti, you and I get different responses from people based off of how But Beyonce's we different. Beyonce and Solange don't aren't. Do that. you think you think Beyonce and Solange present in the same way in the black community? Beyonce with these blonde hair, very immediate trained self, and even the way she presents her art. Whereas Solange is very why, rooted in her blackness. That's why I'm wondering. Um, that's why I'm actually more surprised at Solange having, and she, maybe she has, and I missed it. But I'm actually like, hold up! If anybody should be saying something, mm. I'm surprised it hasn't been. I so think we all, yeah, I think we all just assume we know how she feels. But you're right. That's a good observation. I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> well, on to politics as usual. Wait, you got to sing it, girl, if you going to do that, because we got Jay in the background now with oh, Monty. Wow. Wow. How it go? They, I don't know which clip he uses. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> but Monty, I know, I heard it, it has and to I like politics is usual. Wow. Like, there's not a song. He don't. No, he plays. No, he puts in, like, the, reasonable the, doubt. He puts it in there as a transition into the Well, now segment. it's ruined and not very fluid at all. God damn it. <laughs> Y'all, Shanti got politics this week, so I'm Not very all excited. Of it. I got two things I have it. to say. Meow, <clears throat> meow. Buffalo white supremacist, Buffalo, New York, mm. white supremacist Peyton Gendron, who was only 20 years old and who killed 10 people at the top supermarket, is potentially going to face the death penalty penalty in federal court uh in new york they do not have capital punishment but the justice department had the option of seeking the death penalty in a separate federal hate crimes case and they are mm. seeking to push that through he is already serving a sentence of life in prison with no chance of parole um, after he pleaded guilty to the state of the charges of the murder and hate motivated domestic terrorism in the 2022 attack. 
The Justice Department in the filing said that the United States believes the circumstances are such that in the event of a conviction, a sentence of death is justified. They spoke with the family members um, about this, and some folks replied by saying um, they're not one person replied, I'm not necessarily disappointed in the decision. It would have satisfied me more knowing he would have spent the rest of his life in prison being surrounded by the population of people he tried to kill, said mm. Mark Talley, who's 63-year-old mm-hmm, who's 63-year-old mother Geraldine, 63-year-old mother mm, Geraldine Talley was killed. Another uh, victim's family said, I would prefer he spend the rest of his life in prison suffering every day. The defense attorney, Sonia Soglin, had a different um, approach. And she said, rather than a prolonged and traumatic capital prosecution, the efforts of the federal government would be better spent on combating the forces that facilitated this terrible crime, including easy access to deadly weapons and the failure of social media companies to moderate the hateful rhetoric and images that circulate online. Mm. I feel that all of these stances make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel particularly swayed by Sonia's, but, and I also have a very, we've talked about this in the past, a very, um, I don't necessarily support the death penalty. I don't often like be like, yeah, when somebody gets the death penalty, even in this circumstance, um, because it feels like to me. Um, it doesn't really help, uh, with prevention, which I, I, I agree with Sonia about that, um, that it, it doesn't get to the root of a, a systemic problem or, a, which often is around like mental health and, you know, just like social systemic issues. But at the same time, if I lost my 63 year old mother if i lost my daughter mm. most important like most tragically and probably would gut me um there is this idea of closure for victims that maybe the capital punishment offers folks but i just wanted to get your thoughts on it um is punishment more important than prevention can can it can both of them exist at the same time what do you think about this here particular I case think, i think um first a couple caveats i think it's again we're not in this position i've never lost anybody to a hate crime right i don't know what that feels like and i i don't doubt that if i did i would be like burn it down mhm fuck them yeah. you know like I in that moment yeah. what you going you took this life mm-hmm. watch me work mm-hmm. i will also say it's very interesting the 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 quote of he would spend the rest of his life in prison being surrounded by the population he tried to kill which is h- highlighting the prison to pipeline system you know excuse me mm-hmm. prison pipeline system that 
exists for black Americans, right? Um, I think something that's missing out of this conversation is restoration. We have punishment, we have prevention, but we don't have what do you do with the person when they've already done the thing. Mm -hmm. Restoration and redemption, yeah. Right, what do we do with this person? Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know, I don't know that I'm qualified for this answer. I know how I personally feel. The death penalty has always sat with me wrong, especially when it comes, um, when most times it's supported by the very folks who are far right-leaning Bible thumpers and thou shalt not kill. You want to talk about thou shalt not kill with abortion, but with a, when you feel like that you are God and that you get to determine whether someone's life is valuable or someone is worth saving, it's fine to kill then. So I always struggle with that. Um, When I read stories about people who abuse children, Mm. rape, rape children, um, just we're only, we're we're laughing at funny. We're laughing because on Riverside, when you do a, when you do a hand gesture, it, is doing this thumbs up thing Mm -hmm. and and I have no idea why it's doing that. It's some new feature that's very frustrating. But when, when I see that where I read can sometimes read stories where I'm talking like, like the priests, let's talk about it. The fucking Catholic priests, Mm -hmm. all of that is like, I don't have space for redemption, but that's my trauma. I'm not saying that there, that it's not possible Capital punishment just doesn't sit with me right, especially in such a flawed system. There's so many men and women. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know how many women, if I'm being completely honest, but there's many people who, who were put to death in circumstances where it, the case was muddy. You know, yeah. like I get that this case isn't muddy, no. but who gets to decide? That's the question for me. And are any of us really qualified? And then I understand the other argument of like, well, my taxpayer dollars shouldn't be spent <laughs> paying for Peyton to live in jail for the rest of his life while, you know, I'm still struggling. Half the, the community that he killed are, is not a community that has a ton of money. I don't know. I don't know what we do with these people, but I think that it's not one solution. And I think that we would be, we would be mistaken to think that Peyton is not a symptom of something that we're not addressing. Yeah. That's not, that is not even um, being included in this punishment or prevention conversation. Yeah. I mean, Um, why did, why did Peyton do this? What, why is that? Why? I'm going to do some more research, but there are countries in this world that are really handling their criminals differently. And I'd love to highlight them um, just Mm. to get some perspective, because this, again, the binary of punishment or prevention and redemption being this looked at as a soft or like this, uh, they're getting away with something. Ah, I have to get wrap my head around because I feel like this is an important thing to consider because I do think it is a um, 
it reflects some deep moral values in our society that we even carry in ourselves like personally and to not mm-hmm. think about it or yeah not wrestle it's with also it. how, it's how we're raised too you know we're we're not taught redemption we're not taught grace no. we're taught the binary or, or we are we're taught to say sorry and it makes it better but then like that should if somebody if you do no. something bad do you like no nah, you gotta you got but even in that. like if you if you mess up in school if you mess up with your parents like even in your rearing you say sorry but there's punishment because that's how right. you learn you know like right. and i'm not saying that there shouldn't be i'm not one of these i'm not a parent number one but i don't think that i would be one of these parents where consequences aren't real but but what are the consequences or, and are the consequences actually teaching the child the lesson and why did you do that if a right. kid is acting and, out my thing is like yo what's good with you you were good yesterday why are you all of a sudden you you know yeah anyhow <clears throat> um, i'd love to hear from the listeners on this i'm sorry I'd love for y'all yeah. to call in about this because I'd, I'd have, love some perspective. Yeah. I mean, again, we asked about the, uh, what is it called? God damn it. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? What? Restorative justice. Um, what y'all was talking about? <laughs> what y'all be what? saying about it? Restorative <laughs> justice. Because this is all, you know, a lot of this is all around uh, this idea of moving away from this punitive criminal yeah. system. Like, all right, well, what, what are we finna do then? Yeah. Give us a call. I'm, I, I haven't said this in a while. 215-948-2780. It's 215-948-2780. Sorry, Sheila, go ahead. I've been watching myself um, on video. And I see... Not doing what I told you to do on video. <laughs> I see my <laughs> breathing pattern and it. It concerns me a little bit. And I even feel it now. It's like a breathlessness that I'm... Um, trying to figure out what that's all about but are you taking deep breaths belly breaths are you taking i see myself and i'm it's can you drop your shoulders yeah something with my breath that i'm like are you well pause let's take a let's take a deep breath take a deep down to your pelvic floor oh okay okay ready That's when you laugh. That's when your your breath is super active. No, your shoulders are up. Try it again. Ready together. Shoulder, keep your shoulders where Who they are. You just that? your Who belly. I told you you can't have your shoulders up. I I'm a, so I'm a singer, and I'm telling you, ah! it's something something that helps you. I'm serious. No, I, know. I, I had to be taught Qualified. this. Okay. And sometimes they would have us lay on the floor. It's for everybody. Lay on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. On the floor specifically, not a bed. And breathe so that your lower back gets down on the floor. Because it's a donut around you. Ready? You want to try it? So you want the, your back cavity to, to... Everything expands around. Imagine a donut around your stomach. Okay, okay, okay. And okay. then you breathe down where you imagine that this air is like you're, you're going to feel this in your pelvic okay, floor. Okay, let's all do this. Ready? Ready? Okay, breathe in. Uh, better also in yoga class yeah <clears throat> yeah do you feel better i feel better thanks 
See, that's why you want to have sex with me, because I can guide you through some <laughs> shit, baby. That was the riz. You really? That's the you riz I be talking about. I, she, she, tried to, <laughs> she projected onto me. No, yo. I'm not, girl. That'd be gross. <laughs> not, not gross, but yikes. Us. So, puberty, apparently, apparently <laughs> the girls are getting their breasts in early. And I knew this. I knew this even at my young age. I knew it. A study of more than 17,000 girls who underwent physical examinations at the pediatrician's offices across the country participated in a clinical study. The Mm. numbers revealed that on average, girls in the mid-1990s had started to develop breasts which is typically the first sign of puberty around age 10, which is a year earlier than previously recorded. The decline was even more striking in black girls who had begun developing breasts on average at age nine. These studies have been done since then in dozens of countries and worldwide, the age of puberty in girls has dropped by about three months per decade since the 1970s. Although um, similar in pattern, it's a far less extreme in boys. Girls who go through puberty early are at a higher risk of depression, anxiety, substance abuse, and other psychological problems compared with their peers who hit puberty uh, later in life. These girls often get their, who get their periods earlier, Um, are at higher risk of developing breast or uterine cancer in adulthood. So everyone's saying that they don't, they, um, they can't define, there's not a definite cause of what this is linked to, um, but they have about three contributing ideas, which are obesity, stress, and chemicals. When they talked about the chemicals and did research again, they couldn't find one chemical that was spiking, but they um, associated them with, what are they called? Endocrine inhibitors, which are affect your hormone, um, hormonal system. Um, they're saying we don't know what the cause is. Um, several factors are most likely contributing at once and many of these issues disproportionately impact lower income families which may partly explain the racial difference in puberty onset in the united states researchers have said um this is i think I I looked at a lot of people sharing this article and everybody was just kind of like duh like I, I feel like a lot of people know this even again when i was younger my mom remarked about it i'd have i was always the one that had very small breasts compared to all the girls girls in eighth grade sixth grade everybody got their periods earlier and had you know were like grown-ass women at that age so i i remember feeling it um can i ask you a question about that uh real fast what was your diet my diet, well, I was raised by two vegetarian parents, mm-hmm. so we I didn't have meat, you know, in my early, early years growing up. But I do now, like, mm-hmm. I fuck up some hormones. Not even just meat. Were you, were you eating fast food? No, were no, you so, no, food yeah, that so was... I ate really 
whole grains, you know, vegetarian, healthy diet, all that. So that, that, that I, I definitely see that. I think uh, there's such a correlation. That's wild. If you're, if you're pumping hormones into chickens to make sure that the chicken breasts are bigger so that you can in turn make more money off of the chicken. And then we are then putting that into our bodies for quote unquote nourishment as children, parents, pregnant women. Why do, how on God's green earth do we think that that is not, those hormones are not impacting our young people. They, they, uh, they didn't mention, they, they mentioned it in the article, but it was actually plastic chemicals that they were oh i believe it that they were saying contributed to this spike in the hormones or this early onset but a boys aren't having the same experience which i think is like i'm wondering this i have the my belief well, is that like you're yes there's science of course that we're, we're grounded in you know scientific reasoning but also like an energetic or like a spiritual mm. source it's like first it happens at this non-material level and then it manifests in like your material gross body and i'm just wondering like what 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 i don't know i don't know what what that could possibly be maybe i'm being too woo in this but um it's that's wild to me um but you got your breasts early <laughs> your breasts, I got, <laughs> your breasts how old were you when you started get growing breasts how old are you in the fifth grade that was know. when my me neither 10 10 i think 10 because i just googled how are you how old are you what grade are you in when you're nine and it said fourth so 10 um and your i was breasts like breasts 10 was when my dad sat me down and said, you have to start wearing a bra. And I was like, no. How when <laughs> you got like, your period? My period came, I want to say, I remember being at my grandmother's house because I was never at her house. And I remember telling my sister, I think I'm going to get my period. She was like, whatever. No, you're not. And I was like, I think I am. because I noticed, <laughs> I noticed a different discharge. And I was like, Something feels weird. Something looks weird. Um, I think I might have been in the sixth grade. I think maybe I was over my grandmother's house due to the separation a little bit. So it was like one night. So probably sixth grade. I'm very like bad at putting things 12, together. 11, that would be 11. 11, 12. Was it like early? for me. I don't know. God damn it, Anton. Was it? I, I don't know. I wasn't talking to my friends about, did you get your period? Did you you get weren't? Your period? Girl, I was tapped in because I was lying to my friends. <laughs> no, I I, I lied. I was like, yo, I got my period. Girl, my, my back hurt. I remember everything. one girl, she had her period in the fourth grade <gasps> and she developed in the fourth grade. Yeah, because I, I remember she had like all this shame about having to go to the bathroom and the teacher I know was aware because the teacher would have to make sure like pass her a Ziploc bag that was like cover had like napkins covering stuff. And it was always like, what is she doing? She got poop. Like it was just weird. Like what's wrong with her? I remember thinking that as a kid, but now it's like, Oh, she had a period. 
in, in studies that they did, they correlated, again, none of this is like the major cause, but they saw these correlations. Sexual abuse oh, led God. to earlier puberty. Girls Why? with mothers with mood disorder. Oh, it is As spiritual. well as the girls that, that did not grow up with their biological fathers. What? Yeah, like it's energetic. Like it's that's wild, bro. But but is is it because we talk about how uh, how our emotional well being impacts no, it makes every other sense. aspect of yeah. our lives? No, it makes perfect sense to me. But like, even if worldwide? you're stressed, you have a hard time yes. producing. Yes, if you're if you're going reprodu reproducing rather, like even that will impact your your menstrual cycle. Like if I'm seriously stressed seriously stressed sometimes my i'm late i'm early i'm just early. Good, right twice it's in just a month. like whoa yeah oh i already have a twice a month period i'm not god's favorite i um but what ends up happening or what's worrisome for the i mean is that you have this this woman's body and these child minds right and then mm. when you have your breasts and your hips are spreading and you're getting this woman's body and you're nine years old, then you are often sexualized early. Absolutely. And then as a mom, like that terrifies me because you have no control over what she's being energetic, like the attention that exposed she's getting, to. what she's being exposed to and how she's internalizing. And so this is just like. You can provide tools though with how to manage it. I will say I, I, had really good tools. Well, did I? I don't know if they were the healthiest, but I was scared shitless of my dad. You <laughs> <laughs> said, and, I had healthy school. <laughs> I was scared as fuck. But he, he, he kept me together, child. <laughs> but no, it had to have been healthy because I say this all the time. When I was ready to have sex, that was, a converse, that was the person I had the conversation with, mm. was my dad. Mm. And I remember when I got my period, yeah, it had to have been after they separated. So maybe it was early seventh grade, actually, because that was when I was with him and he bought me a cake that said, congratulations, <laughs> welcome to womanhood. And I was Aww. like, this is weird. Dad, thanks, but no thanks. But it was sweet. And that was, all, but he didn't talk about it. He just talked about the importance of like, you got to clean yourself a certain kind of way. You make sure you talk to your mom <laughs> and let me know when you're running out the stuff you need. All right what you need and i remember him feeling strange about me asking for tampons instead of pads and he was like why do you want them i was like it's easier you it got like tampons I'm... as a little young girl i started with tampons what i was like i am not sitting in this y'all absolutely not unpopular opinion i i prefer a pad oh i i know because i see them and i get irrationally angry when i see you i'm like childish Okay. It is childish. It's so much healthier for you. So good job by you. I mean, this might be too much for the listeners, but this is, I think, an important conversation and we shouldn't we shouldn't hide from it is that it was a very big deal when you first told me about free bleeding. Mm -hmm. And I tried free bleeding because I was working from home and f at least for the first day, not all the time, Joe. I ain't got time for that. But the first day I had, I usually would have these really severe cramps. And when I free bleed, I don't have that. Really? Yes, because I don't have the, I think the tampon is like. Do people know like, what free bleed means, Doc? It's exactly what it say you it just, is. You free bleed. You're you sitting on a towel. Letting that thing drip. Just letting, and you go take yourself to the bathroom as you need. And you 
do your work and go on about your day. And, and I do think that there's something about being comfortable with that and seeing yourself and accepting this kind of miracle that's happening that's so, um, it's such a source of like shame and embarrassment because it's, you know, within popular society, it's not something that we like to talk about. But I remember taking the, the politics of menstruation in college and the professor was a man mm. <laughs> and the, he's on YouTube. I'll send him, send him to you. He's on YouTube skating. He's a skater. He was a, an eclectic being, but he would paint with his wife's menses. She oh. would bleed in a, in a they diva drawing. cup. <laughs> That's where you draw the line. Yes. All right, I'm woo woo, but I ain't that woo woo. Get the fuck but out he, of here. But she would bleed in a in a diva cup, and I remember I was I wanted to use a diva cup because I was poor, and I said I can't just be buying these expensive tampons all the time. And I did use a diva cup, but the only thing about diva cups is if you don't have, they if you're in a public be. bathroom, and you have to reach and do that, and you don't have a sink in the stall. That's not something I was comfortable with taking the cup and dumping it out in a public bathroom where people can see what you're doing. I was like, this is a, this is a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I think these are conversations if you have young women and if you have boys, boys need to know about this as well. Uh, but Joe, I, I can't wait to talk to her. Well, when we she have gets to think period. through this because again, you have all these, um, ideas of how magical this is going to be and Jolie you know does she resists she resists in a resists it in a way um that I have to figure out and massage how she wants to talk about it because yeah, she might not want that but also like I need to figure out how to know understand why she doesn't want it because like we need to work to normalize it and Do you know who my mom our... is? Like she, I know <laughs> my mom is sewing a kimono for her for the ceremony. So like, wait, she's... tell people what ceremony you're talking about. It's called a monarchy ceremony, and it's when you're you're when a little a girl gets her period and I'm thinking through like what we're gonna do to honor this transition. I'm gonna cry, and um, I think the most important thing is again to shepherd her to be in relationship with her body because your period tells you and guides you so much about mm. the health, like the change of your blood, the flow, the, the color, the, the color of it, the clots, all of the discharge before you get your period. It's just like a roadmap to be like, girl, this is coming up. You need to do this. You sh I want this. Da, 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 da. So I really it, want her. It informs you about your eating habits. It does. It informs it's so amazing. Much. And when you like, and it'll tell you what it needs. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, I want her to be aware of that. And that like requires repetition. So I just got to keep showing up for the kid, but she'd be like, you drawn like, why, what does this have to do with anything? Why are you bringing up period? Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, why can't I? If I finally barked I've, back maybe, at her. She was like, maybe she needs it from, other sources besides you maybe it's mom. aunties yeah or your mom yeah. like what if jasmine talked to her about it we would have to get jasmine on board with the woo woo first because well, she'd probably she be like girl just you gotta clean yourself like, <laughs> 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 but 
That's somebody that I see in Jolie that she has a reverence and an admiration for. I, I think you would be a bet. I think she feels she feel. I feel really? like you guys are now creating this relationship, but especially you even more because you were like giving her skincare. You're like the auntie okay. that like got the tea in terms of like beauty and body care. That okay. I think it should be a group effort, but um, yeah. There's also amazing books out there, you know, to to help people follow it. But I, I want to offer some love to those that have reached puberty at a very young age when everybody yeah. else wasn't, and the effects that that could have potentially um, caused, and also mothers that are dealing with that now. Again, call in if you have anything to say about that because that's a real transition not nine eight nine some children sit they're saying early as six and seven six and seven they're developing breasts navigate that growing breasts and your Mm -hmm. body like preparing to be able to get essentially carry like you're ready to have sex Uh uh-uh look at you you're look at you that's why you breathe in shallow because you got a teenager (laughs) that's right look at you holding your chest you're 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 literally hanging on to yourself i know like i've uh, if this podcast stays around for five six years we're gonna have some content y'all what do you mean if don't stress me out for six seven more years we're gonna be on the mics hell yeah we are (sighs) look at shati got an exit (sighs) clear (laughs) y'all By that time, we'll be doing live shows. We'll have a television show. We'll have all kinds of things. A it'll it show. oh it'll it'll transition into something else. We'll have a book. We'll have journals. We'll be having seminars. We're gonna have to have seasons smarter though. Than we us. can't be doing this twice a week. Oh, now. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, and now I'm breathing. <laughs> My breathing is off. All right. We can't get into this. Um, I, uh, we can't get into these topics just due to time. But these are things that I do want to put on our radar. Um, Lincoln University of Missouri is dealing with the death of its vice president of student affairs, Dr. Antoinette uh, Bailey. Oh. She died by suicide mm-hmm. January 8th. Mm-hmm. This is at her death um, has people calling for the university's president to resign. This is I, I watched an amazing a breakdown of this on Roland Martin, who I just, I love him, his YouTube channel. It, this is so unfortunate. The, the basic, basically the letter that she wrote to the school detailing her abuse, detailing um, the lack of support that she experienced at the school. She was an alumna of the school. So she felt very strongly tied and connected to the university and she told them about her mental health situation. There was just, there was no soft landing pad for her. Um, And she, she also just felt like she was, she was being pushed out. Mm. But this is just very sad. Very, very sad. Right now the president is on leave. He has not um, resigned as of today, January 17th, but this is something to watch. Um, especially on the heels of Miss Claudine Gay and the treatment of our 
black and brown women at these universities. Mm-hmm. I think about what's the sister's name? The 1619 project. Ugh. Damn. How they ousted her as well. Gave her hell. Another um another thing to please pay attention to. Trump won Iowa in a landslide. <laughs> Scary times, y'all. Trump is also determined to keep going to trials that he actually doesn't need to go to because he's using them to help his campaign. Um, he was He's back in court here in New York on another case with um, Eugene Carroll, the woman that he has been found liable of sexual assault. She's brought him back to court because due to the court's rulings, he was... Um, ordered to basically keep her name out his mouth and he didn't. And he went on a campaign where he was just slurring her name. She, she was met with death threats from his supporters and all kinds of stuff. So she's suing him and rightfully so, but he Mm. acted up in court and um, he's doing this because it, it, it ignites his base. And every time he goes to court, Mm. he's basically, he is so masterful with the narrative and he's painting this picture that they're out to get me. The judge has instructed him not to say certain things. Um, and he continues to do it because he wants these sound bites of judges coming down hard on him. He wants to paint the picture that he is the victim and that he needs to basically, um, uproot this morally corrupt liberal judicial system. Because if you invalidate these, if you can invalidate a courtroom in New York that is saying we find that you are liable for rape, for sexual assaulting this woman, and if you can invalidate that, you can definitely invalidate January 6th. So oh, what a world. Chestnut checkers. Um, Nikki Haley does not believe that America was ever racist. Oh, God. I ain't got time for that shit. Uh, it was funny. Somebody wrote me and said, can you believe that she's been um, passing as a white woman? I said, that's a huge part of her campaign, that she came from immigrant parents who came here the right way. And um, Excuse me, who, she's passing as a white woman? A lot of people don't realize that she is not white. What? What's her? Uh, she's, a in, she's South Asian? Yeah, you thought she was white? You're, it's tricky. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to follow what her campaign is. Um, she talks a lot about her parents are definitely Indian, I believe. Not how are you gonna I say remember. definitely and then say I believe? What? Nikki, Nikki Haley's crazy. parents are. Yo, this is like we are in it. You didn't episode. know that? I do. I remember that. I do. Rem- I knew she was. When you just said it, it just hit me again. Cause, but this is. Atlanta, this is surreal. This is absurd. This is fantastic. What? And then this Vivek Ramaswamy, this was name? Vivek? Vivek. <laughs> Vivek Ramaswamy has now dropped out of the race. <laughs> Vivek has dropped out of the race because his uh, his campaign, one, he's an avid supporter of Trump, and which was weird. It's like, how do you support Trump? Trump is the lead in this but we should vote for you like his messaging was strange and he was doing well for a long time um well ish they're all trailed trump by by 
quite a a bit. Um, but Ramaswamy basically told black people to stop playing victim since racism is not a hindrance anymore. And then in Iowa, <laughs> he got fucking cooked because the voters literally are quoted saying they didn't trust him because he reminded them of 9-11. <laughs> like, that is... That is the best comedy. Life is hilarious. The irony you, of yo, this. Yo, that is a whole Bro, fucking. Here you go. God said, take that, take that. Curb your like, enthusiasm episode. That is just the funniest huh? shit I've ever heard. I love so, that for him and us. Vivek, I just don't. I, I have no I have no tolerance for Vivek. <laughs> Lastly, uh, the Board of Education in Florida has just passed a rule prohibiting diversity, equity, and inclusion on 28 state campuses. It's now being replaced with the principles of sociology course. Now, I would love to know who the hell wrote this course. It's a one-time course. And they're basically saying, fuck y'all. Y'all not not about to make us feel bad. Get out of here. Oh, I think so too, because it's crumbling. Mo- we're going to talk about what most Def said. I also want to highlight, and I don't have it on here, that Florida has a pending, um, pending law <laughs> where anyone, I, I want to get this right. I should have wrote this down. I was, I was reading it the other day. Anyone who, anyone who uh, accuses someone else of being racist or bigoted um can be brought up on charges of slander that's not funny this is this is really dangerous and scary wild so they're just like you cannot tell your truth you cannot speak your truth and this is what cole arthur riley was speaking to around what if white people had to had to really grieve what if white people grieved the fact that their superiority in this country is is something that needs to die. Like give them that's hard. I was on top and now I'm not, right? Like even when the United States, this empire crumbles, it's something that we will even have to grieve when we when the dollar doesn't go as far, right? When we don't have certain protections globally, when we are not the superpower, it's a privilege. We will have to grieve that. Or even if we want to see it happen because we know it causes harm, the effects of that we will have to reckon with. What if white folks had to reckon with that? Because if they have to reckon with that, they then have to acknowledge that it does exist, they right? That. They're making laws like this. They're like, uh-huh. I know, and they're like, no, we're, we are determined yeah. to protect our Delulu yeah. by any and all means necessary. You're catch me slipping. Uh-uh. And I'm like, chestnut checkers, baby. My chest is I got to go because this is terrible. You out? You leaving? I, 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 my whole life just flashed before Where my, do you go? I just said, how am I going to take care of my aging sister? Like my sister, my my mom, my dad. Like, yeah, can't go anywhere. Just got to get rich. That's where just my... <laughs> <laughs> see and then we and just then gotta you, get rich and then become just become the person that's harming just become, but i can just be like yeah. i now now i protect my delulu yep. now it's wild times all right 
Not that everybody rich harms people. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm moving away from that narrative. I know I heard it y'all. Okay. Pop culture. All right. Hold up, Monty. Don't get mad at me, King. Let me go ahead and get my clips together. Shanti, you bring us into this so I can work this phone. Now I didn't watch this entire um, interview. I want to make some time to do it, but girl, it's on a, behind a paywall. You know that, right? Oh, good for them. Yasin Bay <laughs> was has a clip that's gone viral of him talking about Drake, or he was asked about Drake. He was prompted to talk about Drake, and the Why question was, "Huh? Why are you doing this to me?" <laughs> the question <laughs> was if Drake was if he considered Drake to be hip hop. And as you know, most wait. Let me play the clip. Let me play the clip. (laughs) (laughs) Let me play the clip before you even get into it, because I have a little bit of frustration about this because so many people are playing the clip not in its entirety, Um, and I think there's a lot of value in the end of the clip, and we're missing that. And I, I, I want to give that. it's credence. So let me play it really quickly. I pray that this joint work because it'd be acting like. Like, is Drake hip hop? Why are you doing this to me? Drake is pop to me. In the sense, like, if I was in Target in Houston and I heard a Drake song, it feels like a lot of his music is compatible with shopping. Commercial music. Or as, or as you know, music. shopping with an edge in certain instances. Fair. I like Drake's music, but I understand exactly what you're saying. Of course. I mean, it's, I, I, I it's get It's commercial, it. entertaining, fun, it's, good, it's, formulaic music. It's likable. Likable music, yeah. It's likable. Um, but is it... You know, I'm going to leave you alone. We're going to move She on. tried. She tried to help him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So many, so many products. So many so, skews. So many skews. <laughs> Look at all these skews. Oh, so many products. So much merchandising. So oh, many barcodes. I love this mall. <laughs> Look at this place. I mean, look at this place. They have everything. Everything's here. They have everything here. Oh, this is great. This is a new Drake. You hear it? It's great. Okay. What happens when this thing collapses? What happens when the columns start buckling? Are we not in some early stage of that at this present hour? Are we seeing like the collapse of the empire? Buying and selling, where's the message that I can use? Right. You know, what's in it for your audience apart from like banging the pom pom? My sad brethren. Is he a sad? Yeah. Drake has since responded. (laughs) 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 With some Umi says nonsense. I'm dismissive of Drake and I know it. I apologize. Because that was whack. Like what? Umi, I thought we said Umi says shine. Let me shine Shine my light light on the world. Don't switch up the game now. What? What's Drake's real name? Aubrey. Aubrey. Aubrey or Audrey? What's his name? Aubrey, not Audrey. <laughs> okay. Next, what are your thoughts on this? I can't stand you. I mean, if, if he's spitting facts, like 
What is he spitting though? Are we are we pick are we picking up what Yasin is putting down? Or is the collective picking that up? What he's I mean, really I think, saying? I think it's a greater conversation also about what hip hop has become, right? Because in some I think we have the we're old enough to um one be on the receiving end of most deaths coming of age as an artist and and being on the receiving end of his music and knowing exactly how that enlivened, inspired, and educated us and radicalized a lot of activated us, us politically yeah. and reminded us of um just political notions and like identity and like pride pride in a way resistance and he was just exposure and just and he and also he was just like a thorough he's an amazing rapper as well so like and for us you know although we weren't alive for the very burgeoning of hip-hop no i feel like that was our version of this new lyrical art form that like similar to what I said at the top of the episode like hits you in a way that feels inspiring and enlivening and it's just like this this talent pure talent and like godlike energy so Drake we're also alive and old enough to see the the arc and the rise of Drake and, and the change in Drake. and the change of hip hop, right? Which I feel like is not because of Drake. You know, no. I feel like it's consumerism. It's, it's consumer. It's just changed. So we're now watching like this whole art form and what it produces and how it's being sold and how it's being received in a lot of ways. And you who's know. receiving it? How who it's being even marketed to and for? Right. And so it's, talk- it's not about, I guess it's less about Drake and more about like what um, exactly what again, what we are all, how every single, hmm, not everything, but how easy it is that capitalism and again, this really potent, powerful energy can be exploited and made perverse. That is art. And what hip hop is that in so many ways. I talked about this on See the Thing Is, and I wanna I this um this interchangeable term of hip hop and rap, I think we need to stop that. I looked up while I was talking to, to the ladies. Um hip hop is composed composed, excuse me, of four main elements MCing, DJing, graffiti, and breakdancing. Also obviously includes lifestyle trends and slang and mindset. Rap is the combination of rhyme and poetry to a musical beat. So not all rap, I think, is hip hop. I, I truly feel that way. And, I, and again, I love that you said this is so much less about Drake and more about Drake is a symptom of everything that you were talking about. Um. I think there is a collective group of folks. It was so interesting. I was talking about this on there and Mandy said the first time that she was exposed to most death was the hip hopera, Carmen. 
And he was acting. He was acting. And she was like, <laughs> that's what I knew of most Def. I begged her to, to start the episode with definition from Black Star. And she was like, she texted me and was like, girl, I turned that off. Like, if you can't feel that, then I get it. You're going you're gonna to see this and be like, I mean, you guys sound like the old heads, right? The, the old, our parents were like, you kids don't know nothing about, you know, and that's how I think some people are receiving this. But what, what, and I want to know from Mandy, what music, because maybe Mandy we Cole. have it wrong. Maybe, I think, maybe not wrong, but maybe it's just a different, what penetrates her and activates J. Cole. her. That's her favorite. J. Cole. She <laughs> I love that. loves That J. cracks Cole. me up and that tracks. She so, loves okay. J. Cole. So She'll and what do... does she, ex- and she thinks J. Cole is hip hop or? Absolutely. She thinks J. Cole is the best thing since sliced bread. And it makes, oh. it tracks because that's. Yeah. That. Okay. That makes and sense. And it, what's interesting is someone, I saw someone write like this discrepancy of age between Mandy and Antoinette that they're always highlighting is so strange. And I get that too. I think that. You and I, like Mandy's not that much younger than us at all, but you and I, I think we're exposed to certain music that, I don't, when did Black Star come out? When did Black Star come that out? That was before our time. Yeah, but you can't tell, like, I know Black Star. Black Star came out in 1996. So it's like, how old was I in 1996? I don't math. I was nine. I didn't even have my period yet. I don't know what's going on. You know, like, coming in though. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> So that's the thing that's like, there are these people where you, <gasps> there, there are these people in certain generations that went back and like fetched it, had that Sankofa moment of like, oh, I want to, who probably took themselves a little too seriously. Again, precocious. You could not. Right. What was you that? couldn't. I, I wanted to be woke. <laughs> I wanted to understand what this was rooted in. And not everybody um, had that exposure. And then it, she highlighted, which was so important. Um, geography. She's like, I'm from Florida. We were not listening to black to that. That wasn't that wasn't our thing. Like there were other genres of hip hop that we were crunk. Like all these other things, they were taking over when I was coming up. He was like, that was out of her time though. Like that was way past her. Yeah. So it, was... it's also cultural as well. Whereas Drake is popular. He is pop. Because Drake right now, I don't think there's a crevice in the United States where Drake is not a part of the conversation. I I would love for Drake to sit down and talk about this seriously, because as much as we trying to like young boy him, I think Drake is. I'm not trying I'm, to do I, that. I am. As much as we're trying to dismiss him or collectively <laughs> dismiss him, I think he actually is really intelligent and really has mm. a lot of reverence for most deaf and as a Scorpio. So he's probably deeply hurt as well. Oh yeah. But like, um, I would love to actually hear him talk about it and go deep into it. Cause I think he would probably even have some very insightful things to share. Um, but of I, course I don't he's think he a can weird do that. performer and mm-hmm. weird person and wouldn't reveal this. Exactly. Part I don't think that he can do that yet. I think that he has I to I can't perform. wait for him to do that cuz I think he's I think he is an interesting being. I think that he has to perform happiness and success. Happiness you think he performs? I don't think that he's happy when it comes to how he is how he is classified in his art form. I think he tries to take his art 
Yeah. I think he does take his art yeah. very seriously. Yeah. And I think that we, the collective, have put him in this box. He's found a formula that works. He's talented. And he's he's talented. I will I will never say he's not, but he's found a formula that works. But I believe and know from different sources that Drake wants to be taken seriously and popular the way Kendrick Lamar is. Well, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> but I but that's his that's his goal. And I think it's deeply painful. When that is not how people see you. And, and I think that based off of his upbringing in, on Degrassi, his Jewish white mother, his, his, um, his son that everybody's like. I think it's because of his biracialness. It are is. you kidding me? The way you play Drake <laughs> because he's biracial with your biracial ass. <laughs> the way you dismiss him like not a biracial. Can't take you seriously. Bye. But J. Cole's biracial. But J. Cole is a different type of biracial. Is he? J. Cole know. is out here Let presenting. It's all about the narrative. J. J. Cole got his free form locks. He running around here talking about uh, revolutions. His son got Girl. braids. Adonis got braids too. Drake has barrettes in his hair. And not in the same way the little Uzi Vert does. It's just different. It's unfair. It's unfair. I think we're very unfair to Drake. I do. I think we're unfair to Drake, but I also think Drake deserves a lot of what he he gets. Yeah, I think. Like, I'm like, there's so many times when I'm like, this is y'all's king. Like, he does weird, corny stuff, especially when it comes to women, especially comes him speaking on Meg. Like, there's just different things. It's like, it disqualifies you from the conversation, bro. I don't want to go on about this. I just want most Def to stop shaving his beard like that. I don't Shut, like this Shanti. Amish look that he's giving. And <laughs> why would you, men, Yassine, we always ask this. Why would you shave a perfectly Why would you do that? Why you connected want that neck beard? and lip up there? What's that doing? <laughs> Unless it's Why working, y'all do that? Why would he do it? Why Please. did he do that? <laughs> he's giving. <laughs> I always be looking, I'm like, wait a minute, something ain't. What? And then he got this. <laughs> <laughs> he, he be talking i love i do i love i him. do want to mention who that this is from the cutting room floor and shout out to sis because the full interview is behind a paywall Go ahead, this girl. podcast is only on patreon and she does amazing interviews and i can't imagine what she's getting paid on there i'd love to understand how she's getting these artists like shout out to her um unfortunately i don't know how to say her name correctly and i'm gonna mispronounce it but this is also the clip that I think I would like to see go viral that's not. So I just want to play it and then we can move on to something else because I got a bone to pick with Mr. Vlad TV with his little raggedy tail. So we're first timers with this. You know, mm-hmm. we've never all we've never had floor seats to this. You know, the situation in the Congo is dire. The situation in Sudan is gross. You know, like this thing of like uh, normalizing this type of barbarity and making children subject to it. And then when you when you read the record of history, how like this is par for the course, you know? This is par for the course for what they do. What is known as the United States of America is a colonial settler project, almost like inherently the Massachusetts Bay Colony, all of these 
uh, these were corporate concerns that were charged, chartered, funded to conquer the new world. Yeah, which ma- manifest destiny. Already been there and to plunder it for the sake of the crown, the cross, the king, the so and so and so and so and so and so. And they paved over it and built a parking lot and put a mall on top and everybody just blithely goes their way. Now, that's... It gets cut off because Twitter only lets you post a certain amount of time. But that, there's so much more that he discussed on this podcast is my point. And I might pay my little coins to watch the rest of it. Um, but that that is the type of conversation that I don't think we'll ever get, or I won't say we'll ever, we haven't gotten from Drake yet. And I think that is where certain people will dismiss him and his level of seriousness based off of the fact that like, are you digging deep or are you just so many skews? Girl, Beyonce, but go ahead. Go ahead. Be- Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's all I have to say. But go ahead. I'm, we don't have to even talk anymore. But right. g- motherfucking <laughs> Beyonce acts like it, girl. She gives us a mass- she gives us lemonade. She, she gives us. That, I'm not saying she's not. Is. She gives us black as king. She gives us black, parade. which makes it all the more tricky. Which makes the <laughs> web even more. The fact that venomous. you ruined my chances of ever working for Parkwood. <laughs> like you should be ashamed of yourself. No. It's me. This is I. I want to work Internet has always (laughs) supported and championed. I'm in the matrix. I'm in the Beyonce (laughs) matrix and I'm not coming out. She got to do something really wrong for me to come out. She got us under a spell. All right. Ooh, this, y'all getting a long one today. You're welcome. Tricky. Sorry, Shanti. Um, All right. That's because my damn updates were long. I, I I can't not I can't not talk about this. Vlad TV. Do do you know who Vlad TV is? No, girl, you keep mentioning him. You do. You've seen his interviews. He does these interviews. He's wildly successful. Um he does these interviews where he's never on camera. The can it's a one shot and they're usually in front of like a drum set and these people, mostly black people, um are he's asking them these questions and it's always very provocative. Um, a a lot of people in the black community specifically are frustrated with him because they feel like half the time these people go on there, they run their mouths a little too much. And then the feds end up using his interviews against them in court. Oh no! And they're like, why don't you, if you really care about these people, these people are really your friends. Why don't, why do you put that out? Why don't you stop them? Like why I, I'm very suspicious of Mr. Vlad TV. But Vlad with his white self. Oh, he's a white person. Yes. Damn. (laughs) And it's fine to be a white person, but (laughs) you you need to. Fuck. Not not it's fine to be a white person, but. And it is okay to be a white (laughs) (laughs) person. Says the two girls (laughs) with white mamas. But I don't know if it's okay to be a white person, child. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Listen, it's okay to be a white person, but girl, you put that clip. First of all, you had a clip saying nine minutes and 48 seconds, Shanti, and it's oh on the Vlad God. TV thing. It is in Vlad's area. You had one job. <laughs> and I don't think that's the right time. It definitely wasn't nine minutes and 48 <laughs> seconds into this episode. 
I don't know what time it was, but I don't know what's going on. Y'all, Shanti's. <laughs> We talked about this before the episode. Like, all right, girl, it's a lot of clips. What Just do me a favor, write the clip. It had to be an hour and nine minutes because we've been on a f- this got it was an hour and nine. You still not putting it in the uh, right place. Wait a minute. Like, see where it says play clip? That one. Sorry, Monty. Monty will figure it out. Apologies, King. Where anyway. Did say play clip at? Oh. Oh my god. I need glasses. I'm an older person. There we go. <laughs> okay we're here i'm gonna vlad thought it was okay to speak about black women's pay and i hated it vlad spoke about it oh yeah i'm about to play the clip he was interviewing math hoffa a rapper who i've actually shared space with and careful interesting character good he is has a wildly successful podcast um, wildly successful independent podcast where they do it in a barbershop. Shout out to Mech. Mech is like the voice of reason to me. I love Mech on there. He has a, become a friend of mine. Um, but Math has these very provocative, controversial views where he believes Kanye was right, slavery was a choice, things like that. Um, <laughs> where I don't always think he's qualified to speak on the things that he's speaking on, but how dismissive of that is mm. and, yeah i'm wildly dismissive by saying mm. that so tricky Aware all all around um here's the clip of mr vlad so irritating no one wants to hear a millionaire com- complain that they didn't get more millions you're already a millionaire taraji lives in a six million dollar house She's worth twelve so million dollars. What? No one she wants to hear. Sacrificed. Nobody wants to hear Vlad complain about money. For the sake of a craft, she has sacrificed. Sacrifice. Hold on. She's sacrificed. Sacrifice. Listen to me. Or is that Vlad. what she really wanted Let to do? Let me talk. Let me talk. Okay. For the sake of her craft, she has sacrificed her privacy. She cannot walk around and regulate. Okay, she lives in a six million dollar house. Why? Why? Can she live in the hood? Can she live in the burbs? Someone Will would... she be left alone? She won't, right? Someone worth twelve so she million has will never to live, live someplace where they, they or is she's protect- forced to live in a six million dollar house. Boo hoo! Oh no, I have to live in my six million dollar uh, house. But, but, but understand, what like, was me? Life is so hard. Hard, hard, hard. All right, enough. Shockingly, I, me, the person who's like, oh, wealth, oh, like ridiculous amounts of wealth can be harmful. Listen here, sir. I appreciate math for what he was saying on here. My bun coming apart, child. I appreciate what he was saying, but I, I question one, this man, Vlad, thinking that it's a good idea in the climate that we're in for him to invalidate Taraji's experience in this way. It's all about, um, what is it? It needs to be when things need to align. It's like the WNBA players are not asking. What is the word? Not asking to get paid. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. They're asking to get paid proportionate. It's all about things being proportionate. They, the WNBA players are not rich, but they are asking to get paid um, in a way that reflects the same percentages that the male, the NBA players are getting paid, right? The, it needs to 
reflect something that is proportionate to their output. Taraji is saying, Taraji is an A-list star at this point. She just, she is. I didn't necessarily realize that, but she is. Jennifer Aniston is getting paid oodles of, like, she's not getting paid $100,000, $250,000, $300,000 for a movie, right? She's getting paid millions of dollars. Sandra Bullock is getting paid. I mean, she has it set up so that her actual company, any movie she's in, her production company has to like do it. So she's raking in the dough. Reese Witherspoon, all of these people that that um, for some reason seem to be valued at a higher rate. And what Taraji is saying is, I just, like you said, want there to be some sort of equity here. I want it to be proportionate to my counterparts. I don't want to have to beg and prove my worth over and over again when there's not another name that you call. You, you're, I'm on the line for your movie, but I still have to beg for scraps. And my thing is, I hate that this white man thought it was appropriate to invalidate her because you're, you're literally doing what she's saying ha is happening to her. You're literally saying you need to be grateful for what we give you and be happy that you're even here. This is our space. We own it. Boo hoo. You're still good. I don't care if it's not equitable. Be grateful, little girl. And then on top of that, I guess I rushed. I guess I questioned why, like on a larger, more macro level I just see us always us the collective the public rushing so quickly to invalidate other like people's very real feelings around inequity if as long as they're not starving or dead then their problems don't matter and if they're going to do it to Taraji they will do it to me at work this is this is systemic Taraji is speaking for all of us. I don't think she's just speaking for herself. Mm -hmm. she's, do, she's saying she's doing this for Danielle Brooks. She's saying she's doing this for Fantasia. That means she's doing it for the costume designers. That means she's doing it for the, the caterers. That means she's doing it for the hairstylists. She's, she's mm -hmm. exposing something mm -hmm. where we could all Benef we could all benefit from mm -hmm. her mm -hmm. taking this risk, one, and doing it and speaking her truth. And then fucking Vlad takes this opportunity to say boo-hoo. Mm -hmm. Who do you think you are? And this is one of those things where I am, I'm not one of these people that's like, you can't come into our world. White people stay in your lane. You don't know about our culture. I'm not one of those people. But I am one of those people that recognize when you're a guest in the space you're welcome but recognize that you're a guest I think I'm one of those people because I've had to do it my whole life and that might be a hot take and you ain't clicked that mark click mark clip button yet but that might be a hot <sighs> take but it's just like I I I I don't want to hear that from him and, and or in that way I wish that there was an opportunity and I'm trying to get better at it is, hey, math, do you what what would you say to people who say this in response to Taraji? You know, 
instead of being so dismissive, you're more um, curious mm. about a community that is not your own, mm. about a struggle that is not your own. Mm-hmm. 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 I felt very strongly about this. It yeah. made me ir- irrationally angry. Oh. And just like you were talking about, these wonderful actors, these black actors that you saw in the Ain't Too Proud to Beg musical, mm. they got to beg. Mm-hmm. Word. I'm done. I think you killed that. Yo, shut up. I'm not joking. I don't <laughs> have it. Why, why you... an hour and 40 minutes in. You killed it, girl. I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> no. Next. <laughs> I know. I, th- I know. Any I know other thing I would say would be redundant, and I don't have anything new or revelatory to add to that. I think you. All yes. Right. Fuck Vlad. God damn you, Vlad. This whole time I thought he, he was like a like a Hollywood. I didn't know he was a personality. I thought he was like a Hollywood TV or a shade room. Like the Vlad TV was. He is. <clears throat> On YouTube, he's built no, a whole no, empire. I, but I didn't. I didn't know it was built around his interviews. I thought it was more like oh no, an, yeah, an, an entity. It's not a blog yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, no. I'm gonna go through this quickly, <clears throat> but um, I didn't realize. But it's all. I was like, why are these award shows happening now, back to back? It's award but season. It's award season, and also a lot of them were canceled last year due to the strike. So they're boom, 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 bringing it out. And the most recently, the Emmys gave our black actors their flowers. Shout out to Philly's own. Did you know I went to high school, Quinta? Your first high school? My second high school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Saul was your first. I went to Chad with Quinta Brunson. She won lead actress in comedy series Abbott Elementary. She looked fabulous. She was very... First time in 40 years. 45 years. Oh, my God. And then was a... Carol, Carol Burnett gave Burnett? her the award. Do you know who that is? Carol Burnett. Burnett, excuse me. Yes. Do you know? Yeah. Like Carol's the, God, the comedian God. 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 Yes. Anyway, go ahead. Why would I say Burnett? Because uh, you you said, let me put that shit fancy. <laughs> it can't be Burnett. Fancy. It can't be Burnett. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. I don't know how to say this being's name, and I should because I'm growing more and more obsessed with her ayo edabiri ayo 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 that was on a list of names for my child ayo means happiness yeah i knew a a boy you would name your girl or your boy that Uh, the woman there was a woman that i met she was the first woman that i was like you are the most uh self-possessed fabulous woman Mm. i've ever like i was really inspired by her and her name was ayo anyway and aside ayo one an Emmy, a Golden Globe, and a Critics' Choice Award. She raked up, and she motherfucking deserved that motherfucking everyone <laughs> she got. But for the Emmy, she won for Best Supporting Actress in Comedy Series, The Bear, which you still have not watched. I'm, gonna, I, it's on a, oh, I'm doing it. I'm jealous of you. I'm, I'm jealous of you that you get to watch us anew with fresh ears, oh. eyes, and heart because... Mm, Love it. Niecy Nash won Supporting Actress in Limited Series for the movie Monster about Jeffrey Dahmer. And she had a very iconic uh, thank you speech. She ended it with, and you know who I want to thank? I want to thank me for believing (laughs) in me and doing what they said I could not do. And I want to say to myself in front of all you beautiful people, go on, girl, with your bad self. You did that. 
She's received, so on brand. She received a lot of love for that. And um, the role that she played was extremely difficult and stressful. And you watched it? I could not watch that show. I couldn't watch that but show. But I either. know. I know, and this is a true account that the role, the role that she played of that character had to weigh on her heart. Um, mm. Not only the character, but also I think she had a lot of like um, imposter syndrome and just, again, going back to Taraji, just, just industry shit that she had to deal th- with. So shout out to you, Nisi. You deserve it. Also a cute name, great name. Shout out to the Asian persuasion. So many Asians won <laughs> in the Only Emmys. Only you could say that. <laughs> Only you. Beef to Comb Limited, um, Best Limited Series. Ali Wong, the lead actress in Beef won. I loved Beef. It wasn't everybody's favorite, but that was one of those things that hit me in my heart. I loved it. Lee Sung Jin won for... Uh, for... God damn it. I don't have the movie there. I apologize. That's a shame. Mm-mm-mm. They won though. Shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see that. I want to see the movies too because now I have some new things uh, that I want to watch, but they look good. Oh, I have something here. Martin and she, they, they had, it was an interesting thing. They had these set designs. Um, these They reunited casts of iconic shows and they had them reunited on their set design and like martin was there which is it was so interesting to see that again like oh i remember and then without tommy it just felt like mm. Mm. and then to see martin kind of in the health that he's in it was like wow life man gina looked great though she did because sometimes she, she, she be, said she be, i didn't got a little bit of something done yeah. and y'all gonna see it she after this good. divorce watch me work but to china they made they made a little joke about how you know, girl, isn't it crazy to be on here? Like we gotta keep ourselves. I di- I didn't like seeing myself in Spanx or something like that all them years ago, and she was like, "Girl, I can't relate." Cause <laughs> that was a joke. Like, girl, I'm just a brick house. Been a brick house, always she will be. Good. Listen, I know they got one Pam. Was that her name? Did I just yes, say the Pam. wrong name? I'm tripping. I just got so scared. Like my life flashed before my eyes. Like, oh my god. I know they got on her, but she was the baddest thing walking on that she show. She really was. Hair was always on point. Her Ooh. hair was always on point. She looked good. All this BDB stuff. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> That's why it was funny because she wasn't actually tore up. Yeah. But I do want to say that I loved this tweet that I saw from the baddest Mitch. Um, and she said the contrast of Cheers having 28 Emmys mm-hmm. and Martin having zero because mm-hmm. they also reunited Cheers. Don't make me. And, and I loved that they, that Martin in the Emmy script highlighted the fact that they never won an Emmy. That was part of the shtick was that Cole was like, we finally getting our Emmy. And Gina was like, Cole, we're here to present. No, we're not. But I love that they pointed that out. I hate it. You know, like reckon you hated that. No, I, I hate that they never did. And oh yeah. No, it's a sin. It's a sin. But, um, Oh, you have, here Shout you go. Out to white excellence. White excellence. We got the blacks, <laughs> we got the Asians, we got the re, you know, people that were snubbed, but the ones that really took it home, right? And rightfully Our so, people. not because they're white, but rightfully motherfucking so. Deserving. Because the writing and acting 
storyline was impeccable. Shout out to Succession for taking home the awards for Outstanding Drama Series, Best Lead Actor, Best Lead Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Lead Actor, Mm. Best Lead Actor Twice. Am I repeating things? It's getting tricky, but <laughs> just go for it. They t- they I got a lot of it's awards. It's a lot of y'all. awards, y'all. It is a lot. Okay. <laughs> I miss these people. I miss these Same. characters. I I want to watch it again, but well, well deserved. Sarah mm-hmm. Snook, Matthew McFadden, and Kieran Culkin. I did the did what's his name get an award? Because for some Who? reason, I love that he did it. Who? Fuck off. No. Him? Um, Who? The brother. Uh, Kendall? Kendall. Kendall might I don't not. think and he Kendall did. Kendall as a, was a, got on everybody's nerve on that set because I he know. was a, what you call it? Neurotic, angsty. But what's it called? A method actor. Method actor. And he just like, was like, chill, bro. I love that you love that he's deeply disappointed somewhere and going through it. Just like his character. I know. It's reflective it of the me, character. I know. That's bad of me, but there's just, just irony. Just life is just interesting. But all those three, I love them. I hope they feel good. And um, if you haven't watched Succession, you should, because that is you a should. masterpiece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Finally, I just have this last point that Coleman Domingo is so fine. <laughs> it. I mean, yes, I know. I know that he's gay. Everybody can't wait to tell me that. That's fine. He could be gay. Okay? Tyler, the creator, can still get it. I still got a crush on him. But Coleman. But why why you, Tyler, he gay too? Tyler Tyler is queer. Hmm. Tyler, give it to anybody now. And I take it. But Coleman is, he, it it looked like he invented menswear. The way he's been dressing. You know he's fucking born in Philly? You lie he was born he's in philadelphia fair life i don't know if he was raised there his father is from belize and his family is from guatemala the boy is exotic oh you're <laughs> so problematic we gotta go all right he attended overbrook <laughs> high school and went to temple university oh my god he's i gotta Philly's finest. i gotta send for real, that for real. to jazz all we do is sit and send each other pictures of him like look at him here look at him here look at him here his style and he almost gave up he almost left the acting world nope. because he wasn't getting the work who is he almost stylist? went and got a regular job really needs to be given his stylist and fantasia stylist killing don't it. tell me nothing about it she been eating us up she been looking i said who is styling miss fantasia whoever's doing it bless your soul Who you're teaching us him and they won't tell us and, he, and the way that he wears it and to, oh honey this is versace this is uh, like he's just giving it bannerman and micah mcdonald i love this for y'all if that's for you good job good, good i cannot wait to see him at the met gala i don't even care about the met gala but i just want to see what he what he does i will wait all day. i know he's going to be invited he's the it boy right now there's no way he can't be and I Wayman just love and him. Micah, which is a two uh, fashion and celebrity stylist, two, 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 two folks there. So, well, shout out to Wayman shout and them. To y'all, Wayman and them. All right, girl, All right. I gotta go. So, two hour episode, we gotta go. Love y'all. Well, how we say we was gonna end the episode? I forgot, child. Come on, it was about. Come on, you do know.
You can't remember? Peace to the gods. Old and the new. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You have just heard an Around Away Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.